Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey man, it's Kevin Smith, the guy who feels everything he says is so important that he's got six podcasts to his name. And you're listening to Hey Fam, another podcast he's trying to get his elbow inside of, man. Spread his voice around like a virus. All right, recording. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, bum. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. This is Levens, that's Angus, and uh, it's week 11 of, uh, 100, week 1100 of uh, quarantine episodes, isolated from each other, Mm. stuck with our loved ones, but not our most loved ones, each other. Yeah, it's tough, but someone's got to do it, and uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, so this episode is this week is all about fast. Next week is all about furious, uh, because uh, a distinct line in the sand. That's right, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, because I've spent the last four nights watching the first four. Some would say the worst four of the Fast mm, and the Furious franchise. I've never seen any of these movies before. And so you haven't even seen one by accident or like at like a, no. a party, you know, like those parties where you play movies. <laughs> people, <laughs> there's, there's, mo- ac- there's movie parties that were all the rage before Corona. Yeah, you didn't do that. No, I don't think so. Like, you didn't stumble across one by accident. Like I just knew Vin Diesel was in them. That's it. You didn't even know Paul Walker was in it. Boy, if I got news for you about, <laughs> let me just say, a couple movies time, <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, grab the tissues. You're like, yo, what happened to Paul Walker? He's gone quiet lately. He's great in these. Um, so, yeah, this episode is going to be uh, about the first four Fast and the Furious movies um, and, and my first impressions on these movies, having seen them for the first time this week. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be fun because you've, you've kind of grown up with these movies, I guess. I mean, in as much that the first one came out when I was 18, where I think I <laughs> was already like an adult, <laughs> like very developed. Sure, I grew up with them, but... <laughs> You know, (laughs) there was a bit of growing up before. (laughs) Just a bit. Like, I was, like, not a virgin anymore. Like, there was some milestones before the first Fast and Furious movie. But some say you don't lose your virginity until um, you watch all of the Fast and Furious films that are available at the time. Okay, right. So, So I'm... So, in a way, those two kids you nutted out are nothing until you've got four more movies sitting there. Four movies and a spin-off. Baby. Until I've lost my virginity. Yeah, you know what? That was one of my first questions is where does the spin-off fit in this? And I can't wait to get to that. I'm going to try... So, yeah, I'm going to try... I guess I'm... Because I've been watching them every night for the last four nights. um, And they've just been rotting my brain. (laughs) Like, just, just fucking mainlining them in this way is probably not the best way to enjoy these movies. Uh, no, I, I, it's fine. It's just like it's fine. It is what it is. I watched. I, I I'm bummed that you're not seeing it in a cinema. See, I've seen everyone from like two onwards in a cinema. I think, which is fucked. Like, and I actively didn't like the earlier ones. And I st- I used to go see. I think I've said like I, I I was like just a dumb fuck who saw every movie because I had nothing better to do where I grew up and. Um, that's kind of like what I could do. There was a local cinema and I could go to that and I would just go see anything that was on just to learn something about filmmaking or, I don't know, just to widen my palette. And where did that get like, you, Angus? Uh, this podcast. Okay. <laughs> introduced Congratulations. by Kevin Smith. <laughs> uh, introduced by Hollywood's Kevin Smith. Yeah, I'll make sure that's the intro this week. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, like, they are movies made for the big screen. Sure. 
I like watching them on my TV because um, when I need to, which is pretty often, I can pick up my phone, go on Wikipedia, and find out that all the rest of the cast besides Vin Diesel and Paul Walker have been in no other movies. Except for... No, that's not true. Oh, the ones you've seen thus far, sure. There's so many, like, like, meant, especially like, like love interests. It's like, oh, I wonder what else she's been in. Oh, uh, not much. No, nothing. Um, it's, it's bizarre. I cannot wait to get into it with you, movie by movie. Um, so that's going to be uh, later in the episode. We've got some other exciting news to address before we hit, hit, those, hit those fucking car movies. That's my car. Seriously, man. So far, I've watched Cars 1, 2, and 3, a.k.a. Fast and the Furious. So you're watching the Fast and Furious movies. I'm watching the Cars movies and the the mini ones about, like, Luigi, the the street sweep or whatever. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's interesting. We're both doing things we said we'd never do, yet, you know, Corona forces us to get out of our comfort zone and do these things. I know you're not watching the Cars movies, but you are eating beans, so that's close enough. Seriously, man, we're doing weird shit. It's fine to, you know, we're all, we're, you know, some people are growing vegetables. Some people are watching Cars movies. Every, yeah. Everyone should be happy to know um, that Angus ordered a calzone on the, um, on the weekend after the episode. Yeah, I don't know if that's a reference to PayFam or HeyFam, but last week the topic of um, formative years came up and I call mine the calzone days <laughs> because, <laughs> because uh, maybe, they, yeah, I don't know if they're good years. Or, uh, you know, it was whichever episode we're talking about Frozen 2 on. Yeah, it's the first episode. But, uh, you know what? It's like you can usually you, the recession is you, you're you're far away from a recession when you can um <laughs> pick up a phone and order a calzone. You know, <laughs> you know that things are good. That that that's not recession food. But I, why why a calzone? Why do you, why, why is a calzone better than pizza? <laughs> it's not necessarily. It's just like a special occasion pizza. You know what I mean? It's like pizza's so ordinary that like a calzone's just like. Yeah, fuck it. Flip that shit. No, Turn that to make a pizza you, omelet you, or something. Could, I don't know. <laughs> you can just fold a pizza and, and that's a that's a calzone. Yeah, but you could also like, you know, you could also mash your fries and have mashed potato, but we don't. Like food comes in its final form and it's like appreciate that a calzone is made, you know. I'm just trying to get you to admit why you like calzones because I know the real I don't know. It's I, kn- nice. I know the real Oh, answer. you know why? <laughs> um, cuz you don't have to share it. You only child fuck. Because <laughs> no fucking idiot's like, oh, can I have a slice? And you're like, yeah, sure, I'll have a bit of yours. And you're like, yeah, way, way to order the worst pizza. Like, cool, I'm losing money on this like slice. <laughs> you know I'm a wolf of Wall Street, man. You know <laughs> you know, each slice is worth something, you know. What's the song McConaughey sings? He, or he hums? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He beats his chest and shit. That's yeah. me eating a calzone. Yeah, That's yeah. what I <laughs> When the Uber dude brought it the other day, I brought him in. I just like beat my chest and uh, just ate that calzone. Yeah. I ate it in one go too. <laughs> one bite. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're not that... You know what? They're smaller than a pizza. I had some pizzas next to it and I was doing a lot of mathematics and a lot of science and I discerned that uh, it is a ripoff, sure, which is why they're opulent and which is why... <laughs> It's like a recession-proof meal. <laughs> it's like, you know, always they always say, like, if you see men in suits buying calzones, it's fine. There's going to be no market crash. So, so, so you ordered a calzone. Don't worry about the fat cats in Wall Street. You just hang out by those pizza parlors. And if you see a lot of calzones going out, um, you know that things are going to be all right. I just was trying to do my part, I think, with all this corona panic. <laughs> Thank you for your service. So you, you, <laughs> hey, it's fine. you ordered a calzone. Did Chloe order a pizza? Yeah. Did you um, have a calzone and then some of her pizza as well? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. Excellent. Uh, so the had to check it for poison or some shit. Oh, of that's course, all, that's yeah. when I that's when I always whip out. <laughs> it's a real I don't even have kids and it's a total dad move. It's like yeah, I gotta check this off for poison. Oh yeah, I, I do love yelling dad tax. When my kids don't What's even know tax. Well, just when when you eat their food, you say dad tax. Oh yeah. And that, they don't even know what tax is. They just no, but they just they will it. though. Yeah. And then they'll um, I'll teach them about the calzone days, <laughs> the calzone um, the law of calzone. You know what? It's this is practically insider trading. We shouldn't be sharing the calzone system, <laughs> the calzone algorithm. <laughs> um, so the big exciting that's going to be my 18th birthday present to Archie. No, but he's 16th. The tax file number and an hour with me and a whiteboard. Um, no, you know what? I'm going to make a film out of it. Make him watch a movie about the calzone tax. <laughs> right. No, you have dad tax, calzone algorithm. Okay. <laughs> Just how to game it, how to 
how to make sure the economy is afloat. You know, Kevin Rudd, uh, instead of giving everyone $1,000 like 10 years ago, he should have just every one free calzone for every Australian and the world would have been, you know, the same, but it would have been cooler. I'm trying to think of like the equivalent of Bitcoin, but like zone, like calzone coin. Uh, Bitzone? Yeah, cal- yeah, I don't know. Better people will come up with it. Good, 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 good. So we have some big news this week from uh, the pod, mm. the pod father of HeyFam himself, <laughs> Big Kev Smith. Uh, he, Tell you what, he would have liked a calzone or two in his formative years. I reckon he still likes them now, but these days. Yeah, but he would get like weed infused calzone I mean. and like weed, weed cheese. And back in the day, man, you've got he would have had like you know a calzone with some with some meat, some cheese, and maybe some broccoli rub. That, well, that, he was that's, from Jersey, that's which the is green like the stuff pizza, in there. pizza capital Definitely. of but, New Jersey. But these, New Jersey is the pizza capital of New Jersey, right, famously, and so he would have he would have been up to his knees in calzone. But yeah, nowadays he's definitely get he's definitely getting a weed calzone. He's on that LA diet shit. He's on that yeah. He's uh, I man, imagine young Jersey Kevin Smith looking at LA like borderline brown face Kevin Smith. Like he he looks kind of soulless now. What you know? I mean, do you get that vibe? He looks funny. I'll give you that. He just looks like a, f- and I don't mean like in a in a weight way. Like this isn't a cheap shot, but he does look like a ghost of his former self. <laughs> like there's something missing from him, or maybe it's that there was so much before that I don't know. He was this nerdy, weird Catholic idiot who <laughs> who had the first cinematic universe, which is still kind of crazy to think that he pulled off like a seven movie series cinematic universe. Granted, they weren't characters like Spider Man or Superman. They were like. Dudes who jerked off and like you know were pro- were, were and shit. But he had the first cinematic universe, and he just he, I don't know, man. He's he, he kind of like just absolutely reeks now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a there was a passion. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, Hollywood changed him, man. Well, I, mean, I think he just is kind of successful now, or the level of success that he's happy with. Well, so. not really. He gets invited to red carpets to like interview people for IMDb, and where like he's like a reporter for IMDb sometimes. Yeah, like, that's scorsese didn't do that you know what i mean like other directors don't need to do that it's just kind of like sad do you think he ever wanted it, to be it scorsese? kind of bums me out well i don't know man they're both like pizza i guess yeah, they're from the you know the tri-state area right. lots of pizza in their movies at least near the location of their movies but like, he's comfortable enough to like just seemingly do whatever he wants with his movies movie output these days um and yeah the big news from Ooh. From Big Kev this week is that uh, Big Kevin Smith. That's right. You mean not oh, not not the Australian icon Big Kev. Is he dead? Do we Google it? Is yeah. Big I think he's dead. He's one of those guys. You're like so and so's dead. Dead. Yes. Oh, he, shit. Shit. He died in 2005. That was ages ago. Yeah. He, guess what he yeah. guess what he died from. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, chocolate covered pretzel. That, that's exactly it. He shook hands with um. With a with a, a a guy from the mall, Jason Lee. Yeah, he he shook he shook hands with the what was the the Earl? My name is Earl. He shook hands with Earl. my name. My name Earl. <laughs> <laughs> my name Jeff. In the famous um sitcom starring Jason Lee, my name is Jeff. Uh. <laughs> How funny was that when we like just spoke about my name is Jeff for maybe an hour once? We brought it back. I was God tier. That's that good shit. That that's that's when people go. You know what? I might give these idiots five dollars a month. <laughs> Sixty whole minutes about my name is Jeff, a forgotten throwaway a that, line. Something that yeah, something that know your meme could uh, fill out for you. Um. So Big Kev was a um a, an Australian cleaning products. What was the guy, Billy May? He was our Billy Mays. Remember, hi, I'm Billy Mays. And the American guy who's like, you wash this, boom, the, you get the, it off. The slap shop guy. The what? The slap shop guy. Yes, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Big Kev was like that for us. And he would go on like morning TV and shit and show you like gumption and stuff. And, he, and his catchphrase was, I'm excited. Anyway, he died of a heart yeah. attack. I mean, that's kind of ironic, was isn't it, I guess? How? He's a cleaning product entrepreneur. Well, he was excited. Oh, I get it. His heart beat, a f- you know, one too many times. Also, he was big. Yeah, maybe Kevin Smith was inspired to shred after Big Kev took a bullet. 
<laughs> took a bacon bullet for the team. He died. So this is like a body. Sh- this is not a body shaming episode, by the way. I'm just got calzone on the brain. Is it calzone or calzone? That's what's so good yeah, that how I. How flamboyant even do you want to be with it? It's up to you. It depends what I'm wearing and who's on the other end of the phone. And you always order it up by the phone. You don't use an app. It's a it's a thing you call up. Okay, and, really. You know it. Yeah, it's you don't want you don't want the you don't want fat cats. Uh, you don't want you know phones track us these days. You know they record what we say and shit. You wanna you wanna you wanna skip the app stuff. And you just wanna go to a local payphone and you order a calzone and you know. <laughs> so you can't even use your gonna, own mobile. No, of course not. It's it, people will hear. They'll know the recession's over or on. So you went to a payphone on Saturday night. Ordered a calzone, then went home and said, "The payphone is literally longer to walk to than the pizza places." Because remember, there's that string of pizza plates. Yeah, the, I found out they're all owned by the same person. What? Isn't that absurd? There's like three, right? In where you yeah, went. and they're all one owned- left. There's two now, and they're owned by the same person. <laughs> do they both do calzones? Yes. Yeah, they do. I've gotten them from both. Wow. Um. Man, calzones on the brain tonight. Um, Seriously, man, you get a pizza, you fold that shit over. Fuck, <laughs> you know. Kevin Smith. They call that animal style. My <laughs> favorite, my, my, my favorite thing about Kevin Smith is that he lost heaps of weight, but it didn't re- refresh his life. Um, his like wardrobe. Wardrobe, yeah. He dresses like a kid in a movie who's um an old guy who's shrunk down in like a movie where he's sixteen and horny in high school, and like the first thing he's in are the like business clothes he was in. Yeah, yeah. Or he like looks like that. Or like the when when someone younger body swaps with someone older in a Freaky Friday movie. Yeah, I mean that's essentially what I said, but yeah, it's exactly I, it's I said another version more, of that. More relatable for you people who grew up in the seventies. <laughs> no, what about um? The one with Lindsay Lohan. Oh, that's like, true. Yours was, a be- yeah. yours was a better reference. I was thinking of Big, but then what was the other one? Suddenly 30 or something? <laughs> right. Or he looks like the, it, the after pick in a before and after weight loss campaign. Yeah, he looks like... Where, like, yeah, where, yeah, like, where yeah. you hold your big pants out. Like, look. The, he could- looks like Jared without fucking kids, <laughs> doesn't he? That foot long. Uh, so the big news from Kevin Smith is that uh, he is. Look, we're all inspired by these current times. These uh, this this coronavirus that's uh, got us stuck indoors, and um, he's decided. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. He's decided to bring the magic of coronavirus uh, to his next movie, which I just learned is called Mallrats Two: Twilight of the Mallrats. And because it's in set in a mall, <laughs> Kevin Smith has been inspired by all these news stories about. Malls having like this, basically coronavirus being like the nail in the coffin for American malls right sure. now. The important story that no one else is brave enough to tell. And so he's like, man, I can't wait to see what Brody and the gang would do if, if one of them got coronavirus. I mean, you know what it is? It's, um, it's, it's, it, 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 he's probably just had a script and he's changed the word like terrorism, replace all with coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like he's probably just gone, oh shit, I want to be the first director to have this. And be like the first. He will literally tweet, "I've got the first movie out about coronavirus." It's such a Kev Smith move. But why he's doing it, and this is my theory, is because he knows it has no chance of hitting cinemas. So obviously, it'll have to be video on demand, like everything is at the moment. Yeah. So he's just trying to hide. He's like, you know, he's 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 not so crash hot career. But he's writing the script. This is like the fourth time I think More Rats has been written. Remember he wrote it as a TV series two years ago for streaming? Yeah, and but even if it gets made now, like it, it, it will come out. It won't come be, out till next year. It'll be like, oh, if that. Like it's going to be like 30 Also, years. they're not allowed to film these movies. That's what because, I mean. Because, yeah. You, you, so it'll be, it'll be yeah, like it's 30 not years since the first More Rats. Who, he, he is a fame whore. Like he loves to be in the press. Yeah. And no one writes about him, which is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, lots of people wrote about this story for some reason. Yeah, I mean that you know news has dried up. Yeah, it's so true. You either write about Trump or you write about Kevin Smith. The two genders. Yeah, you either you either uh, die a hero or <laughs> become the villain. Um, I just watched The Dark Knight. I've never seen it. Really wild stuff. I hope uh, I can't wait to see what happens to the Joker. <laughs> oh man, I got news for you. Real schlocky humor. Yeah. I, I'm, I, so I we accidentally recorded and realized we hadn't recorded. And I think we made that joke about 
Paul Walker. Uh, for, Paul Walker in the other version though. Yeah, so yeah. It's a fresh. This, it's a fresh take. This is the different version from the different multiverse. Somewhere out there is a version with, with, that, with those five minutes that oh, we recorded. Wow. It's still out there. It's, speaking of multiverse, um, Sam Raimi officially directing uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good get. I don't really have much of an opinion about it. You know what it means. You know there's going to be a scene that'll like continue to flame the Marvel, Disney, Sony thing. There'll be a scene with Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Absolutely. Yeah, if it Hands is down. straight up called the multiverse, yeah, I guess maybe, yeah. There's going to be a reference to it for sure. It's going to be like a cute reference or one of the actors from it, like Bruce Campbell maybe playing one of his like Role, you know how he had like uh, cameos in those films. Yeah, that would be hilarious if like the the inevitable Bruce Campbell cameo is him playing himself in Spider Man Two in Doctor yeah, Strange. Serious, honestly, I think yeah, I I think we'll get a Tobey Maguire appearance. Okay, wow, I really do, I, and I think it'll be like you know they had J uh, J K Simmons in the last Spider Man. It's going to be like a little nod and thing, and like oh look, Disney and Sony get on well. They'll do some shit like that, some like. Olive Branch. I find it really difficult to care about movie news right now because I just don't see there being a time oh, anytime for sure. soon for anyone to be making movies. I'm just so glad that there was like no Star Wars movies announced because I would hate the, 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 what would bum me out is like a Star Wars movie being VOD first. Well, I mean, ima- like, imagine if this happened last year and everyone was like, "Oh, en- I know, en- Endgame and the ri- the Rise of Skywalker are both getting delayed." It's insane. It would be crazy. Like, um, it's insane that they're like going, "Yeah, Dune's coming out." I'm like, "Is it?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess like everyone in publicity and PR, like they don't have anything that like they can keep working on what what already exists. I guess they they just get a long yeah. a longer longer time to push it. I they guess. get a longer lead. But yeah, but I mean, like in America especially, like there just seems to be no end point to what's going on right now. No. No, it is weird. Like we've like Australia's totally flattened the curve. It seems like there's yeah, and they're still saying like this will go on for another six months. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like that's how long it takes. We had like what like thirty new cases today. Like it is, it's 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 tiny. Yeah. And then America is but just still, like there's, insane. There's more, oh, there was like there's ten thousand alone, ten thousand deaths in New York. Fuck! Can't wait for multiverse of madness though, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no movies are never happening again. Especially especially Morats 2. Oh, that's not that was never happening. It's so we all, now he will use Corona to blame it not happening. Cuz he's going to yeah. use Corona. He's using it either to get it to video on demand and go like, "Oh, look, it's video on demand," or to say, "Oh, look, um yeah, it's not coming out because of Corona." He's probably going to hope one of his actors dies of it. He's probably going to cast some old person who's like susceptible and is like, "Oh, we can't carry on because I wrote this role for them." It's so funny. He's like, yeah, he's like Smith. While in self isolation, mm. Kevin Smith has been working on finishing the scripts for Morats Two and Clerks Three. Uh, what does that mean? He got high and like just like remembered just that he wa- said he wa- was going to do them. Yeah, he watched them like his old ones and was like, dude, what if? Yeah. So apparently, Clerks Three is going to feature a storyline that is the closest yet to his own biography. So I bet they make a movie about themselves. Do you reckon that's? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That is the that is actually the plot for Clerks Three. They make a movie. I remember him saying that. He's like, "Yeah, it's really genius." They make a black and white movie about their lives. (laughs) It's the most boring trope. It's interesting the first time you see it, like as a teenager, you go, "Oh, they're self-reference." It's such a boring, cheap shot. I also love that it's like uh, Clerks Three is said to. Um, see the return of original cast member Jason Mewes. <laughs> he's in literally every movie he's ever made. What else it's, is he doing? It would be more newsworthy that like, oh, and Jason Mewes is sitting this one out. Jason Mewes is in less movies that aren't Kevin Smith movies than love interests are in... Love interests from Fast and the Furious movies are in movies that aren't Fast and the Furious movies. Superbly put. Excellently. Just brilliantly crafted sentence. Yeah, this this guy watches movies. I've been working on that while finishing the scripts for Morats Three and Clerks Four. We should beat him to them. We should write them. Yeah, we should crowdsource. Let's, it. Yeah, let's let's write Morats Three. And he'll be so yeah, Morats Two, and just be like, um, Snoochy Boot. Yeah, we could do it. We could get a crack team. I mean, we wrote an episode of Entourage, which was pretty 
It, it, it could be an episode of Entourage. Let's just make the same thing happen. <laughs> the clerks, the clerks crew is coming to Australia. That'd be so good. They're, wow, they're opening the biggest mall on the Gold Coast. It looks like... <laughs> it's such a like... Do people still go to malls? I guess they do. Yeah, I mean... Do you go to malls? I, yeah, my nearest like Woolworths is in a mall. But Yeah, it's a trick question. I go to them too. I just want to see how you'd handle it. What are you looking for in your fridge, dog? Um, bit of Chucky? I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I heard rumors that there was some, some lefto- bought today. You know what? I don't need it. Some leftover calzone? No, there's, that's an oxymoron. It's never <laughs> leftover calzone. It's a perfect meal for one. You just so when I, said, when I said that I had some Kevin Smith news, you said you had some Kevin Smith news too. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I uh, saw this. That's what I mean. The dude loves, I'm just searching it, loves being, um, he loves being in the news. He's launching movies. Now, you know his fictional fast food joint? Uh, what is it called again? Mubi. Mubi, that's right. Mubi. Yeah, so he's launched a delivery pop-up movie um, to benefit No Us Without You, a COVID-19 charity. Right. So, yeah, you may be familiar with the fictional fast food chain movies from Kevin Smith films, such as uh, Dog McClurks 2 and the Jay and Silent Bob franchise. Okay, what a rookie, because it's they're all part of the same franchise. <laughs> um, so for a week... He, uh, oh, Postmates. So it's like an Uber Eats thing in LA and you can order movies food. I guess they're literally just put in like, la- uh, like a label on top of something. Right. Menu includes uh, meals like movies, messy lasagna sandwich, hater tots, chocolate covered pretzels. Ugh. Um, oh, here we go. And here he did a, oh, there's a post of him. Yeah. If you go to his Instagram and it's like, it's it's quite a small caption for Kevin Smith. It only runs two paragraphs. Is he in the picture? But he says, "Yeah, of course he is." Can and I holding, can I uh, can I guess the look on his face? Uh, is, seriously, I want to. I'm looking at you, okay. and I'm looking at him on my screen. Is he, is he raising his eyebrows as high as possible and and looking at something with like a fa- like a half grin on his face? Like, are you kidding? Uh, have you seen? It? Yeah, fuck! I wish I could take a photo. Of this. <laughs> are you looking at it now? No, no, I, I just know yeah, that. No, that's he's what doing it looks that. Like he's, holding a photo. Covered, he's holding a chocolate-covered pretzel and going, that look. <laughs> it's the look that they base the original pop vinyl mold off, I think. Right. You know, it's just like huge eyes. Um, it's amazing, man. I, I, I think he's wearing a dressing gown or a kimono or something. <laughs> but he's standing there with a movies box with like, Tater tots, a burger, chocolate-covered pretzels. He's standing in front of a poster of himself as well, which is like him and his daughter, Jay. It looks like every character who's ever been in the viewers universe. <laughs> but what's funny is his daughter has a way bigger place than like the lead characters of Clerks. And like Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking bonkers. I don't know. Maybe it's the poster for his last movie. Yeah, I, I, I can see it now. Since I- Even Stan- she's bigger than Stan Lee. <laughs> Yeah, it's insanity. <laughs> That's it. He's weirdly... Want, he wants to fuck his daughter, 100%. I've seen yoga hoses. We saw those shots of them, like, doing yoga. He directed that movie, you yeah, know? There's a lot of, like, there's a lot of his, daughter's his daughter's butt it's, shots in it's yoga It's fucked bands. up. Um, he says, ever since I first introduced the fictional fast food joint in my films, folks have said, you suck at movies. Open at movies. No one has ever... They've just said, you suck at movies, and that's it. No one's, <laughs> no one's said the second bit. Now folks who did uh, an IRL eatery that opens this year, pandemic depending. Um, I don't know. Oh, man, it's so boring. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it is charity. So, And, and, yeah. and you know, no, if, sorry, if we lived in LA, you, we, would, we would say, let's skip the cow zone this Saturday night. Let's get movies. Here he goes. He goes, follow movies pop up and on the high holiday of 420, live the movie slogan, I'm eating it. Wow. So just in f- he worked in a weed joke in a charity thing. Can someone, <laughs> do any of our listeners live in LA? Can you get movies for us this 420? Seriously. Can you order movies and then, um, yeah, I don't know. Angus will snooch your booch. <laughs> I would order if they had calzone. A calzone filled with chocolate covered pretzels. What happened to you? Seth Rogen ruined him, isn't it? He introduced him to weed on um, 
Zack and Miri make a porno. I mean, but yeah, he was already making shocking movies by that point. No, I mean, like, ruined him as a... Not not ruined him. Weed's fine. You can use weed if you want. I'm, like, not anti-weed. But that's when he got on that path of, like, a teenager who just discovered something and won't stop using it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he made weed extremely unhip. I've been thinking a lot about... Um, Seth Rogen movies because that's what I was watching instead of Fast and the Furious movies in the early 2000s. And Maybe. Porque no los dos. Why not both? You know, that's I, was, I, 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 I think I, I exclusively watched comedies for the, like, for, for the most of I the I mean, early you're a 2000s. funny guy. It, 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 you know, it worked. <laughs> the system worked. <laughs> I listened to a lot of Beatles and that's why I can write such good songs. No, but you know when you're in like those early 20s years, you're like, no, no, I like comedies and that's it. That was no. That was I don't. that was kind of the I was wrong like, person. Right. You are spe- you're asking that. Oh, you are a very person. well-rounded gentleman. I'm a cinephile. I d- wasn't a comedy file. Comedy was just uh, one of the colors on the uh, the the palette that I was using. I was like the target demographic for Kevin Smith and Seth Rogen's movies. I was just a dumb dumb stoner who only wanted to watch comedies. Yeah, I've realized I'm talking about you and as a 20-year-old every time I'm talking about Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh, man, there's a photo of him here. There's a photo. You've got to go on his Instagram of him and Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> They're both pulling a face. <laughs> it's from January this year. It's so bad. They both look, they look like brothers. Except Kevin Smith looks like a kid who's sh- uh, an old scientist who's shrunk into a kid into oversized clothes. With... Uh, where is... I can, I can see. Oh, there they are. Oh, my God. Wow, they look really similar. That's fucked up. I know. How bad is it? <laughs> wow. Heavy. He Man, his Instagram's insufferable. He's, he does all these, like, outfit shots, but he's just got the same clothes. He's got, like, a shot where it's three of him. He split the photo in three. And it's him wearing the same outfit with jorts on and just, like, a jacket. <laughs> Have you seen that? Can you see it? Oh, yeah. It's... It's just it's it's, uh, it's the same it's the same pair of denim jorts, the same t-shirt, the same baseball hat, the same the like, yellow vans like slip on vans, Man, and then his it, Instagram is so bad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Damn, it's so bad. It's ah, oh, just the selfies like him in public walking and then like looking to the side. That classic energy of like I'm not taking this photo. But someone else is when it's clearly him alone. This is the most negative um, update on uh, on Kevin Smith we've ever given. <laughs> Look, I love the guy. I think he's great, but he's, he he needs like an intervention, like a cyber intervention. Anyway, I mean, he's always been an oversharer. His Twitter account, you know, ten, eleven years ago, I think he tweeted that now. But his account is horseshit. It's, it's so embarrassing. He's like a teenager. And it, you're, it, no, you know what it is? I, it's really like having a family computer and you open up photo booth and there's photos your like teenage sister took of her that she hasn't taken out of like the photo booth <laughs> thing. And it's like, you know, like using filters and like doing poses and stuff. How do you know about this? I've had friends with sisters okay, right. and there's computers in the house and I'll find myself on said computer. Right. <laughs> I've had girlfriends. <laughs> I know women. I can write women characters. You know, this. <laughs> I've read your entourage. I know, there's, I know there's famous, uh, famous accusations that Angus Truscott can't write women characters, but I can. <laughs> um, I have one last bit of news that I can't wait for, for you to weigh in on. Um, the next uh, live-action Disney remake has been announced. Oh yeah, I saw this. This is right up your fucking alley. Well, it's going to be Robin Hood. So. My question is, are they going to just make Robin Hood with humans? Are they- no, did you read the article? Even I know they're using the animal. They're doing photorealistic animals. But are they going to put clothes? Are they going to put clothes on the animals? Yeah, yeah, right. man. They're furry. It's like furry shit. They know Disney have not tapped into the furry market enough, like IRL style. Man, I'm, I'm, they've I'm, only done that two D shit. Loving this direction, man. I know this is so up your alley. I, I do- Everything you've bought recently is about like adults. Who are wolves that wear suits? <laughs> it's a different Wolf of Wall Street. I watched Beastars an episode just before we recorded. Today. I know. I was like, let's record, and then you're like, oh, I've got to watch Beastars. <laughs> after watching, Seriously. after watching four nights of Fast and the Furious, it was like watching like a fucking Shakespeare play. <laughs> like, it, it, Fast and Furious is actually pretty Shakespearean. They are like, no, that's more s- telenovela. 
Right. Especially where you're about to get to. From the next movie onwards, uh, basically every ma- a, a major character in each film will suffer a bout of amnesia. Oh, amazing. That's exciting. And that it becomes a series of certain characters being villains to the rest of the team. <laughs> it's so it's so good. It's so over the top. Have you people w- just forget their memory. Have you did you like the um the Disney Robin Hood animated movie? Sure. It was fine. It wasn't it wasn't one of my favorite ones. I can't I can't remember any um, songs from it or anything like oh, that. That's where they went. I was looking for those bullets. Thank you. Angus has got his bullets, everybody. <laughs> are they are they raspberry chocolate raspberry bullets? Yeah, man. Black licorice is for idiots. Everyone knows that. That's offensive. The worst treat. Black licorice. It's offensive to all of our Dutch listeners. And yeah, look at their Christmas, of course. The writing's on the wall. They have that Black Peter character. <laughs> <laughs> They're morons. The Dutch are freaks. Everyone knows that. <laughs> is it Black Peter? Is that his name? They call him like Negro Pedre or something. It's like the... <laughs> Santa's helper It's true Yeah you know yeah I know, thing, I know. Right? Yeah Dutch Black Santa mm. It's called like Isn't it called like Kim Kardashian Schwa- tweeted Schweitz about it last Pete. year What's that? Yeah Kim Kardashian tweeted about it last year She's like I've just learned about Black Peter It's horrible <laughs> She was like Starting a protest <laughs> Against Black she, she just discovered it It's so funny Zwart Pete It was probably one of my favourite tweets of last year How funny Kim Kardashian Black Peter Here she goes She tweeted it November 16th the Dutch tradition called Black Pete is disturbing and then linked to an Al Jazeera article about it. Actually, I think I sent you this. I think I sent you a screenshot. Yeah, I think I'm just, that sounds like... And it's funny doing. because the article is just two white dudes in blackface. So she's like, this is horrible. And then like the first thing the article's pulled in is this like heinously racist image. And it's like, Kim, you didn't have to like put the photo in there. Like we take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, oh, and it's good. Uh, yeah, there's people in the comments. Zwart Pete is a wonderful Dutch tradition we, we enjoyed while living there. It is not disrespectful. He is the colour he is. <laughs> Has a nod to the Moors. Calling them the Moors is racist. <laughs> Who were the helpers of St. Nicholas and were often fire scorched from visiting chimneys. Just like, there's no need for it. It's terrible stuff. Man, that's heavy. <laughs> wow, what's so weird is, you know when you open up Twitter... And, like, it will just show you random tweets underneath. It's, like, also on Twitter. The first thing under this, I'll screenshot this, I'm not lying, is a tweet by Barack Obama endorsing Joe Biden under a photo of <laughs> Black Pete. It's so fucking poorly done. Some some, some, some moron at Twitter's uh, sipping that racism juice. It would be great if Joe Biden was wearing, like, the, the Black Pete outfit. Yeah, just next to, next to, next to Barack. It's like... <laughs> I'm your little helper. (laughs) Yeah, we're doomed. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, so, Angus, the fast mm. and or the furious. Pick one. Pick your pick. Flip a coin. <laughs> I mean, I find the movies more fast than they are furious. Yeah. If you're going to break it down. Well, There's I mean, not a look, lot of furiosity. Vin is definitely furious, especially in Fast and the Furious 4, which we'll get to three movies from mm. now. Because mm. I want to take mm. you back to a little time that I like to call 2001. 
Sure, the towers fell. DVD ruled the world. It was kind of a similar time to now. This is the closest we've had to a nine eleven like feeling of doom and dread and shit. That's probably not true at all, but it is for the Western world. Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> so when yeah, when did this originally come out? Did it come out pre or post nine eleven? I think it was a pre nine eleven movie. I mean, obviously it was filmed pre nine eleven. June June twenty two two thousand and one. Some say it was the last great movie before the fall of the towers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the original movie came out in 2001. You didn't see this one at the movies? No, I didn't. I was like such a cinephile. I, I hated the cinephile I was and I was a snob cinephile where I would like, as you know now, I like every time, like I will, I have time for highbrow, lowbrow. Like I think they're both as valid as one another. You need both. Otherwise the other one doesn't exist. And back then I was very snobbish. I was like, oh, David Lynch didn't direct it. Like as a 15 or 16 year old, I was like a cunt when it came to movies. I was ordering Criterion shit on my parents' cards and paying them back. Like I wanted to be a film snob and I fucking hate that. It's so lame and like such a bad flex to like try and be intellectually superior among your peers about something that like you don't necessarily believe. What a horrible teenage trait. Well, I mean, yeah, I was like, I'm not watching that trash movie. I, I remember, like, yeah, being in high school and, like, always going to see blockbusters with my friends. And, like, you know, sometimes you would get one that, like, you know, The Matrix, which is, you know, movies don't get better than that when you're a teenager. No, that's, like, one of... Oh, it's one of the best movies of all time. Hands down. It's a brilliant movie. We had one mate, though. He would always... Whenever he picked a movie, either at, like, a sleepover or at, when we went, all went out to see a movie, it would always be an absolute stinker. Was uh, that... On purpose, or did he just have shit taste? Just like so, like, was he doing it? Like, uh, um, I remember he took us to go see Deep Blue Sea when it came Huge. out, starring uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson and um, uh, a girl from Abfab <laughs> and an Abfabber. One of the a rapper. I don't want to say which rapper in case I get it wrong. <laughs> Is it LL Cool J? Um, I think it might be. Uh... <laughs> I think it might be uh, it's a Dutch it's a Dutch rapper. He only comes out at Christmas. The Dutch rapper, yeah, yeah. Kim Kardashian tweeted about him last <laughs> yeah. year. Um, um, you're right, you got it, bro. It's LL Cool J. No, well I done. did know that. Yeah. yeah, it was. I did know that. Michael Rappaport's in that movie too. Yeah, wow. Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Yeah. Stellan so, Skarsgård. I remember seeing that and like it, that being the first time that I ever laughed at a movie that wasn't a comedy in a cinema. And it being, is that when he got bitten half as he was standing there? Yeah, Samuel Jackson's death scene in that is, mm. is still one of the funniest Huge. things I've seen to this day. Incredible scene. It, it rates up there with the volcano scene we watched at yours. Um, perhaps the last time we made physical contact with that dude's melting and carrying someone. Oh, yeah. From, um, like, it was from around volcano, the same era, yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was like when CG... You know what? It was when CG was cheap and people just were like, oh, cool, we can do those effects digitally now because we don't have to build sets and shit. Another movie that um, we he, he rented one time was um, Jawbreaker, the Rose McGowan. Oh yeah, movie. Um, that's that's like a bit of a, that's a cult classic though. Yeah, it's it's not good, not a good movie. Mm, I mean, it's it's like a a teen classic. There's a place for it. Sure. Um, so yeah, we gave, but yeah, I think I remember after seeing the first Matrix and being like that was perfect, and then going to see the second one, and I was like, I think I hate blockbusters now. Yeah, I, sure. And then I just only went to see like indie comedies at the movies. I was a big, I was Avatar a big Co- Coen out. brother, Coen brother officiando. Yeah. No, you were Coen brother, right? <laughs> you were, <laughs> if you catch my drift, brother, you were you were a Coen brother, brother. Um, but uh, so you, you didn't see the first one, but you did see the second one at the movies. I saw the first one on DVD. Right. I was working at a video store at the time too. I was like sixteen and in high school, so I think I watched it on DVD. Um, because um, I just didn't like the people who liked it It was like The people I didn't like at high school Who were kind of like Bullies or like dudes who like Would come in I was, I guess I was kind of judgmental, sure But there was a certain breed where I grew up with people Who would come in And uh, the most stolen DVDs and videos Were Friday, next Friday Up and Smoke Tour And Fast and the Furious And there was just like a certain person who I hated who used to call me like, you know, Colin brother. Like, that would call me Colin brother. <laughs> that would call me Snoochie Boochie. But yeah, there was like a person who was like attracted to those films. And they didn't watch it because of the reasons why I watch the Fast and Furious movies now. They watched it because like they dropped out of high school and like worked on cars. Like they watched it because they thought it was like a, a great movie about the cars. The Pixar movie. 
Well, no, that was before cars came out. All oh, right, they found their they found their herd. Um, but you know, like they didn't watch it because it's like now like stupid GI Joe uh, espionage films. So I, all I knew of Kev, of, of Fast and the Furious is that like that there's fucking eight, there's nine of them. Almost nine of them. Well, there's eight. Yeah. There's nine. There's been delayed. Nine was the first one to get... The first movie to get delayed. Like, the big, big, like, oh, we're holding back this movie. I knew that Vin Diesel was in it. I assumed he was in the entire thing. Um, You're wrong. And, uh, well, you know, I, I, I never researched these movies. I knew that... I no, knew but that, I mean, how wrong were you that he yeah. assumed that the lead was in it? So, I knew that Five was the movie that everyone loves... Yeah, and I think you learned that from uh, How Did This Get Made? Remember that yeah, they, they would yeah, do totally. They those did. episodes, but as like loving movie as opposed to their usual shit where they rip on films? Yeah, totally. Um, mm. But yeah, so fa- Fast Five, I remember everyone being like, it's like this insane movie. I knew The Rock was in that one. And then yep. I, I assumed that he was just in it for the rest of the, that franchise, but now I'm doubting myself in that. Okay, right. Okay, good. Okay. Except Nine. He's not in Nine. Right. Um, but John Cena's in Nine. Oh, exciting. Um <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I knew that Paul Paul Walker was in these movies too, but I've never seen him in any other movie. Um, mm. Yeah, he's on a Disney Plus movie about snow dogs. Remember, we saw that. <laughs> That's white right. Something white, white, something white. Fang, white Pete. Maybe? White Pete. <laughs> <laughs> the flip side. It's, it's, it's a Dutch Easter tradition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> that was Kim Kardashian's solution to Black Peter. <laughs> yeah. She's like, here's how we can fix things. I haven't seen any of these. Uh, Joyride, Into the Blue, Running Scared, Eight Below. What's Into the Blue again? I'd probably a surf movie. A surfing movie? Yeah. Action thriller movie with uh, Jessica Alba. Josh Brolin yeah, is right. it. Um, uh, I've seen that movie. Bro, there's, uh, there's liquor shorts that's really making you uh, make you burp. Yeah, real Colin brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I... I Oh, so he was in Red, he was Red in Pete. he was in she's all that and Varsity Blues, but I mean I, you don't remember any of the guys in those movies besides they all look the same. Matthew Lillard, maybe you it's like him. Christmas at uh, in Darwin. <laughs> in <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> the so, you get that that white guy face paint on shit. So yeah, I knew that I knew that Paul Walker died. In real life, and that there's a farewell to him in one of the later Fast and Furious movies. Um, and I knew, I know the soundtrack to Tokyo Drift. I know who the Terry Wa- Teriyaki, yeah, Teriyaki boys, boys are. Uh, I knew that song because my sister downloaded it from like Kazaa in the uh, yeah. in the early 2000s. That was on on our home after she'd taken photos of herself on photos. Of course, she downloaded on, on the it, very um, same uh, lap, uh, Macintosh yeah. computer we had, um, the iMac. Sorry, the iMac. <laughs> yeah. The teriyaki boys. <laughs> um, beyond that, I didn't really teriyaki, know. Teriyaki Pete was the other solution. <laughs> That's the Japanese Christmas I, character. I didn't know uh, any anyone else, anything else really besides it. So like going into Fast and the Furious, which is a movie directed. Oh, you knew the guy who made Aquaman uh, made some of them, right? Did he do the second one? No, he did some of the, he did the later ones. Oh, Justin right. Lin. Oh, did Justin Lin direct Aquaman? Wait, who did Aquaman? Isn't isn't Aquaman that guy? Isn't Aquaman right, the, um, Aquaman is the the horror movie director, right? He does one of them. Hang on, even I'm confused now. James Wan. Yeah, he does one. I think, I think he does six. Let's see what he's done. Yeah, he does Furious Seven. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, which is like my favorite. Really? Okay. Uh, five and seven. Yeah, yeah. I know James Wan did one. I was going to say, you, you knew that the director of Aquaman did one. He's Australian. Yeah, I did, I did not know that. I, 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 I thought that Justin Lin also directed Aquaman, but I looked up he his does, credits there, but he didn't. Yeah. Justin Lin does like five, six, and is doing nine. Well, he did Tokyo Drift and four and five and six, and, and he's six. doing nine. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. And he's doing nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, first, um, the first Fast and the Furious movie in 2001 was directed by um, Rob... Catherine Co- Bigelow. Rob Cohen. Rob How good Co- a beef was Catherine Bigelow, though? That'd be sick. Rob, Co- Rob Cohen's um, first thing that he, he uh, worked on was The Wiz... Oh yeah, is that the Wizard of Oz yeah. Michael Jackson one? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and uh, he came up. He wrote, he came up with the concept of Fast and Furious. So he's he's the winner here. He's only made one of these movies. Imagine he, coming up with that concept. Imagine the fucking galaxy brain shit you've got to be on to go. <laughs> So the dudes race cars. The crazy behind the scenes stuff after the first movie, like so obviously they like they, it was you know pretty successful, and the studio wanted to make another one immediately, but Vin Diesel knocked, mm. turned it down because he didn't like the script, and took the director and creator of Fast and the Furious, Rob Cohen, with him to direct Triple X. Triple X, that's right. Um, that's right. And like. He, this guy has just done so many clunkers since then. So he goes from he did the skulls, which was what, yep. which is the movie that Paul Walker was in before Joshua and, Jackson. Joshua, yeah, Paul I, Walker. I actually think I saw that in high school. Um, yeah, and he um he also did that movie, The Rat Pack, the um the HBO movie about um Frank Sinatra with Ray Liotta as um Frank Sinatra. Have you seen that? Whoa, no, I remember liking that. Um, but he and he did Dragonheart in the nineties. Was Seth Rogen in it? <laughs> he plays a fucking. Uh, he plays Sammy Daniels Davis Jr. He got his makeup done yeah. in, in in the in the Netherlands in Dutch the Holland <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so after after Fast and the Furious, he does Triple X. Then he does um, something called Tales from the Crypt Ritual. Then he does Stealth cool. Stealth with uh, Jessica Biel and oh, Jamie yeah. Fox. Then he does The Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. That's the fourth Mummy movie, which I had no idea existed. Then he does something called Alex Cross, which has Tyler oh, Perry. What's Alex Cross? Tyler Perry and Matthew Fox in it. Um, what's Alex Cross? Matthew Fox plays the villain Picasso. <laughs> I don't know. What a boring title. I know. Oh, you know what? He's one of those James Patterson characters. Uh, okay, sure. Um, and then to 2015, he directs an American erotic psychological horror thriller. With Jennifer Lopez in it, called the boy. Is that next- the name of the movie? The boy next door is what it's called. Oh, I thought it was called American yeah. Psychological Horror Thriller. That's pretty good too. And he's most recent. How funny are these like crime movies where there's Alex Cross, James Patterson, then there's Lee Child with Jack Reacher, and then there's Tom Clancy with what's the one that like everyone's played? Uh, the 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 Ubisoft games. No, the character like in Hunt for Red October and Clear and Present Danger. Uh, Jack Ryan. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Just how boring are these? Imagine like, imagine being a fan of Alex Cross, Jack Ryan, or Jack Reacher. Just like the most fucking like milk toast, dumb shit yeah, names. Yeah. So bad. Ugh. So Rob Cohen's most recent movie was from 2018 called uh, The Hurricane Heist. Sick. And I know nothing. I don't know any of the characters. Big in respect this. for my king. Although, Dude, if anyone knows, um, uh, can you can you order him a movies for me and Levens? If he, I guarantee he's in LA, and he'll be able to receive the movies. Toby Kebble, Maggie Grace, I don't know any of these. They probably all played love interests in uh, in Fast and the Furious movies. Um, Hell yeah! So I really liked the first Fast and the Furious movie. It was stupid, but a good kind of stupid. It really felt like a product of its time. Um, Tuna sandwich with the crust cut off. Yes, definitely. Um, I thought. Um, Paul Walker was like really enigmatic in it. Um, yep, I loved his, I love his eyes. <laughs> um, I well, lo- I mean they're, they're fucking electric. You can't the attractive beams. You can't look away. But he seemed like an infant in it. He seemed so young. Um, yeah, I think he was. I think he was thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he died, he had like a sixteen year old girlfriend, and he was like forty something. Oh god. Um, hey, he's dead. It's fine. She's twenty something now. Oh, great! It's 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 fine. And alive. She was like a little bit older than his daughter. Um. So yeah, I I thought Vin Diesel in it was like was great. Um, yeah. And like th- those two, they have amazing chemistry. Um, oh man, they've definitely fucked, and I mean that in the most respectful way. There's just like super chemistry between those dogs. It's um, awesome. My favorite character was definitely Michelle Rodriguez. Who? Yeah. In- well, good news for you. She's. She's in a lot more of them. <laughs> um, well, I mean, at, at the moment in the in the canon of the story that I've watched, she won't be in any of them because she she's dead apparently. But I know that this uh, this franchise oh, is, shit, is, sorry. is not good at keeping their characters dead. No, they all come back. They even show you them in trailers. <laughs> There's one that we're going to get to that is just the most insane character that they I, I don't understand how he's alive. But can't wait to talk about him. Um, yeah. Uh, so one, it's pretty straight up. It's it's 
it's low stakes. They steal shit like DVD players, you know. Yeah, but the thing is, Uh, it's like, well, it's just like Point Break. Point Break. It's point. It's honestly Point Break with drag uh, speed. Sorry, street racing. Street racing, and and the street racing is really fun. The the like the dynamic that like the Nas. The Nas stuff is great. Like the the race. How are good really are those like, like late uh, mid mid noughties special effects? Like showing you how the Nas works. Yes, totally. But here's the best thing about it, man. Because I didn't didn't know much about this this franchise. I had no idea that Paul Walker was a was a cop, was an FBI yeah, agent. Yeah, so he's he, he's FBI. Yeah. And what, so that reveal, I was. It is Point Break. It's you've nailed it. I was gonna say like it did it remind you of something else. Yeah. That's why I said Catherine Bigelow at the start, <laughs> but then you y- you went there. Um. I, that just took me by such surprise because you just think he's like yeah. this like idiot like who just wants to drive fast cars. No, man, and... he's working undercover in a cool car shop that sells knots <laughs> and imports. Um, and then he falls for... Um, uh, oh, Toretto's sister. Toretto's sister, who's played by someone called Jordana Brewster. And yeah, I liked Jordana her a Brewster, lot. She... I liked her a lot in the she... first movie. She is so bad in the fourth movie. Like, What does she do again in the fourth? Um, the fourth is the one I She just kind least. of complains in the fourth. Yeah, the fourth is a bit of a nothing movie, but we'll get to that. Did I write it? I swear I could write women characters. <laughs> I don't know why. I, know you, I don't you, know why I slipped up on the you fourth. You definitely didn't write Toretto's sister. Um, but look, yeah, good. I can write. You, maybe you wrote characters. Michelle Rodriguez, who uh, I thought was super fun in this movie. Um, just Bloody. like her attitude in it is so funny. Like she's just always no, you... kind of like giving people the side eye and like kind of just seems not into anybody in the movie and like yeah we love lady she's great yeah. um they, she, yeah she's she's tougher than vin diesel in those movies um i love that like there was like well i guess one death in it um there's like you know there, there's some gun violence but it seemed yeah you're right like the stakes seem really low it ends a little bit like a hood movie where like the guy gets gunned down in a drive in a drive-by um mm. And I love that, like that Paul Walker lets Vin Diesel go at the end. That um, scene where they're going in the train tracks. Oh, so good! Like that was I. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed the shit out of number one. That's number- some full bromance shit. That's what I mean. Like that's chemistry. You like that, that only like you know Tom and Nicole have in Eyes Wide Shut and shit. Like you need a fuck to get that chemistry. Totally. So I've seen the trailer for Fast Nine, and I was like, oh man, this is nothing like w- what Fast Nine eventually becomes. What is going to need to happen between? this movie and that movie yeah. for us to get to that point. It's insane. So then I, I like... It's insane that to think that Dominic Toretto is in the position he is now in the ninth film from being a, um, a car hijacker in the first film. And like... And he's old as shit. Like who... You know, for the jobs he's getting asked to do in these later ones, he's pushing 50. <laughs> like, it, it's such an undesirable person for these missions. It's hilarious. So like, obviously, everyone wants to find out what happens next between Toretto and... Uh, is it Brian? Is that Paul Walker's character? Yeah, Brian. Brian. Yeah, Brian O'Connor. And like, you want to know what's going to happen with him in the fall. And like, you know, is he still going to be an agent? What's going to happen yeah, with him? Yeah, is he going to be part of the gang? But yeah, so so what happens is Is that... he going to be fucking um, Mia Toretto? <laughs> um, but so yeah, Vin Diesel sees the script for Too Fast, Too Furious and is like, this sucks. I'm not doing the movie. Hey. Um Paul Walker's v- v- like, Vin it'll do. can smell a fucking... He's like a truffle pig. He could smell a shit script, you know? Um, and so he takes the the the, the director with him. Um, so yeah, like yeah, Vin Diesel decides to go and make the the Chronicles of Riddick, and then yep. followed and by Triple X um, instead of doing the sequel to Fast and Furious, both of which bomb. Um, yeah, spectacularly. And like, there's a hilarious. And one good thing about that though is that um, Mark Zuckerberg is in possession of the fur coat from Triple X. That's a bit of um, <laughs> movie memorabilia he got his hands on. Um, so Vin Diesel doesn't show up again until the end of Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift Which he did to get the rights to the character of Riddick Isn't that insane? Yeah, it's fucking crazy I love that I love, And he's like, yeah And then, man, and you've probably heard this But you're going to find out that the third Fast and Furious movie Is not actually the third one canonically I found that out. I it's, can't believe it. It's some like, final... You know what it is? It's some Kingdom Hearts shit. It's like Final Fantasy... It, it should be called Fast and, Fast and Furious, Furious 6.5. Through three, yeah. 6.5... Uh, A fragmentary. Fast 7 prologue. Yeah. Pop, no, it should be called, seriously, Fast and Furious 6.5 Fast 7 prologue. Final chapter. It is... Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Because Fast, when, when 5 starts, you'll see Han in it. And he's just not explained. No, he's in he's 4. Dude, Han's oh, he's in, in four. four. Yeah, and, and not explained. And you're just like, no, no, because no, because then it's like, did I fall asleep? 
Did I Han- miss something? Because Vin, at the beginning of four, Toretto tells him, like Han's in this opening heist because Toretto's learned nothing. That's right. From from the first movie, he's still doing. What's heists. the big heist they do again at the start? It's like a jail. No, it's like um a petrol a petrol tanker. They oh, steal... that's right, that's right. And they're like uh, climbing uh, on top of it and taking out taking the tanker or like, yeah, yeah, stealing right. the fuel. And so yeah, yeah, and Hans Hans a pro. He gets away with his his tanks really quickly. But those those damn Mexican characters, Angus. Yeah, they 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 they're, they're, they're a bit they're a bit rustier. Yeah, they 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 don't last past five. They're very unpopular. Um, <laughs> so we get um, we get like this scene at the beginning of Fast Four, where um, where Han yeah Han like helps in this big heist, and then he has like a heart to heart with Toretto, and he's and Toretto's he takes like his money. He's like, I gotta go. No, he's like, yeah, you we, there's no we gotta get out of this, guys. There's no more heists, Han. And Han's like, okay. I, I've heard good things about Tokyo. In Tokyo, that's and right. You don't goes, see him again. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to Tokyo. <laughs> but then well, I he saw keeps saying that for the next like few movies, he will always have a line going, oh, "Gotta go to Tokyo." It's seriously, like, he's so likable. I understand why they wanted to keep him, but like, God, it's so weird. Anyway, he's so good. He's he's top tier FF characters. I can't wait till we f- you finish them and we can rank all the characters. Oh, definitely, and the movies at that because uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that. Yeah, we can we can rank them. Yeah, so I was like, I was kind of like, I'd seen the first one, and I was like, okay, that was pretty fun. It was stupid, but I really enjoyed it. I know that people genuinely love these movies in an unironic level. Like, there is a level of like stupidity to them that they love, but people love these movies, right? Like, mm. as movies, as these great big spectacles. And I'm like, okay, I I didn't see that element in this first movie. Are we going to build towards five, or? Just, is five just suddenly a massive change of pace, and it's and and, and the series is suddenly great, um, and unfortunately it was the latter because too fast, too furious. Um, I thought was awful. It's dog shit. It looks bad. It's a terrible movie. Miami, like, I, come on, man. Like, it's just I, I loved the L A ness of the first film. You yeah, know what I mean? No, it's totally, all about. Yeah. I, I I think that was such a cool thing, and just. It just switching it to coasts and thinking you could do it without Vin Diesel, it just didn't work. And Tyrese just playing like a genuinely unlike. I don't know. It's not even him as an actor. His character was written so badly. His character oh, is man, just. It doesn't change. He's just he so evolve. negative and like shitty to everyone. Yeah, the entire he's way that through. for the rest of the movies. Like yeah. that's that's him. Um, like he shoots at the detective. He like is just so awful to Brian the entire way through. Like, did you know about Han? You know that he's a character that was actually created before the Fast and the Furious movies by Justin Lim in another film, and they've confirmed it's the same character, like what? an Asian crime film. That's so funny. Called Better Luck Tomorrow. Really? Yeah, it's called Better Luck Tomorrow. It's an Asian American crime drama film uh, about Asian American overachievers who become bored with their lives and enter a world of petty crime. Uh, yeah, but. Soon Kang is in it, who is plays Han. Yeah, and right. Confirmed, that's where Han started. That's Amazing. his like origin. That's so good. And then he gets yeah, that's sick. I love the fact he's just in other things. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Too Fast and Too Furious. We're going to talk about uh, Tokyo Drift, and we're going to talk about Fast and Furious, aka Fast and the Furious Four. <laughs> yeah, and then we got a uh, mailbag. Yeah. So um, if you want to hear us talk about all that, plus our thoughts on the latest album by The Strokes. Um, you can uh, head over to patreon.com slash heyfam. Just a fucking classic heyfam mixed bag of you know, <laughs> bullshit. It's so good. It, nothing, there is nothing better for getting you through uh, whatever, we're going, yeah. whatever we're stuck in right now, quarantine, isolation, than two chumps talking about a random assortment of bullshit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, you can you can hear how much we miss each other, our physical presence uh, next to each oh, other, man. It, with every word. And you're gonna get we've one- made leaps and bounds though in this recording. I've got to say, like from the first app, which was not as great. Like we're we're, we're way better. Yeah, definitely. Maybe we'll, maybe this will be the norm for us now. We'll never actually be in nah. the same room as each other again. No, nah, we can't do that shit. I like request that we go to different premiere screenings when when movies are a thing again. I know we can't. It's, yeah. yeah, man, it's, it's so weird that we can't even <laughs> go to the movies. I, I actually like, and this is like, I, I am a, I, like, I don't, I don't even think this is the optimist in me. I do think that like Australia is going to lax up a bunch of laws pretty soon. Like, we're, what do you mean? Like, we're like, I reckon we're like a month and a half away from no, no COVID cases in one day. We're not going to be able to do like concerts or anything till at least no, I know but, next year. But like, I mean, like outings. Us, we we can go. You know, we can finally go see. Uh, May, um, yeah, uh, Bloodshot in 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 cinemas. 
I've got news for you. <laughs> it's a, it ain't incident. No, I, I I don't think a month at all. You don't reckon? It's gonna no, it's gonna be six months. No, I'm, I'm, the, the, oh, you, you reckon Easter? Health minister and yeah, I reckon Easter last week. <laughs> I'm I'm, I, I'm hoping it's Easter. No, it's it's not gonna be a month. It's gonna be six months minimum. Yeah, for sure. Till like, like they can't because as soon as someone leaves, it's just gonna start again. Yeah. Okay. I th- I, th- I don't know. I th- I thought. I, I, it's six months minimum. The, it will be like the news, August, September all the, the, at the, the earliest. The cycle of news seems to be like changing in a positive way. I don't know for, for Australia. I don't like. It's weird. That's just Australians. Though. We say like our Olympics were the best. We say we're the best <laughs> at getting Corona. Like we, you know, that is like that is some classic us. Yeah. True. Oh well, yeah. Guys, you're the best at getting Corona. Hey, look, if it is a month, no, well, Angus, I'm shouting you a ticket to Bloodshot in 40x, please. Yeah, it, yeah, it's not though. It's six. Okay, six months from now. Tickets to Bloodshot. Was, I, I, was, I was reading news today. It's like Australia says this will be in place for six months, like at least. Well, I mean, because Scott Morrison, our Prime Minister, just uh, gave a, uh, a, a conference, which are, they're always so useless, but he... Um, oh, he's such a heinous talker. But he just said, he just basically, he, like he said, like, I, I, I'm, teachers, you need to do your jobs, is pretty much what he said. You need to encourage kids to go back to school. So he's, he hates teachers. He's already pushing for kids to go back to school. It's fucked up. So maybe that made me think that, or is that, is that going to be the only thing that we're going to la- be relaxed on? Or is that like, I feel like he, he wants, Why is the, that? he wants people to is go it, back to work. It's a money thing. It's exactly. a money thing. He doesn't want parents to He wants to kids to go to school because yeah. they've lost a generation. They'll lose a year financially of people go- moving through the system. It's, it's all to do with money. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of money, patreon.com slash heyfam. $5 a month gets you two episodes of heyfam. Every single week, the second episode is called payfam. You've got to pay for it, and it's twice as good. Um, also, if you want more Corona news, um, follow Fast and Furious alumni Tyrese Gibson on Instagram. He's posted some very interesting theories uh, from the school of um, Woody Harrelson. Oh, good. I would say. What? Yeah. How many? How many G's has, does his five have? He posted one recently. Just like, guys, this is interesting, and it was like that classic, like, oh, I think that um, five G is a thing. Yeah, I'm trying to find it now. He did say something about it. Do you reckon he's a Trump guy or anti-Trump? Uh, I think anti-establishment for sure. Oh, he's anti-establishment. Yeah, I reckon Tyrese. We'll get into Tyrese. Too Fast, Too Furious chat. Come and join us over at patreon.com slash payfam. You also get access to our Discord uh, and, of course, countless other bonus episodes on our Patreon feed. That's awesome. Uh, come and join us and uh, we'll get through this together. One Fast and the Furious movie at a time. We'll see you next week or in the next episode. Can't wait. See you later, familiar. <laughs> Adios. Hey! Bam, bam, bam. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 